thoughts of issue four as a whole. <laughs> yeah, issue four as a whole, a lot happens. And, you know, I think issue four is a good example of, I don't know, what's cool about Coates' run. Because, you know, there's a lot of dialogue. There's a yeah. lot of dialogue. There's a lot of ideas. And, you know, one of the interesting things that you see in issue four, it's like, whereas, like, with a lot of storytelling, like, the twist will be something that's a, a very physical, tangible yeah. action. You know what I mean? In this, like, the twists are kind of ideological in mm-hmm. a lot of senses. It's more like like the, like the even the, the thing, going back to what I said about, you know, Ramonda talking about... Um, him, you know, his his perspective on being a king having been more about the burden and not the honor. Yeah, it's like that in itself is like one of the twists the story has. Obviously, like the twist that we talked about at the end, like that is a more you know traditional action oriented twist. Mm-hmm. But like, um, I don't know. I think I think he, a lot of people read, you know, this as being kind of slow. But like to me, I think he had a good balance of you know. Despite the fact that there's dialogue, it's always moving forward. And matter yeah. of fact, like even dialogue wise, it's there's no um dialogue that's thrown in there just because yes. it's, it's usually moving the story forward. Yes. So um yeah, man. I mean I think that's my overall take on it, is that is I like it. And when we got to that moment at the end, I was like, Oh man, like that like that just capped it. That um that fucked me up because regardless to your relationship with your mom, be it bad, good, or whatever, you understand the impact right. behind a mother figure. Like it's, I think it's very different. It from the Captain America Civil War scene mm-hmm. with T'Chaka, yeah. that was very impactful because I could see it. It happened, but this being drawn on a panel and mm-hmm. his mother, like that, oh, that cut me deep, man. That, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was. That was painful. Um, yeah, so uh, Manifold, are you familiar with this character? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Not, okay. um, I haven't read a, a ton with him, but yeah, from Avengers, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with him. Okay, because I had been looking up Aboriginal um, uh, characters, and we know Bishop, Gateway, and Shard are um, like maybe more famously or the most famous. Um, am, um, is, am I mistaken, or is, is Manifold Gateway's son? Like, you know, see, I don't, that's the impression I took, but you know, I also, and I tried to deliberately not look up characters quite yet because I want everything okay, to be yeah, fresh, yeah. but I was thinking either it has to be a son or they're suffering from, um, that whole black characters with lightning powers thing where every black person <laughs> has a storm, uh, right, uh, black right. lightning, his daughters, static shot. Like I'm hoping that there's something to it. Um, but I'm not entirely sure if that is Gateway's son or not. Because uh, I know yeah. Bishop and Shard are Gateway's grandchildren, supposedly. Right. Yeah, so uh, I don't that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I enjoyed him. I like that he didn't say much in this issue, but he was very much treated as... Let me see. How do I put this? He was the gateway literally from one point to the next and he was relegated as a side character but they, I feel like they took care with explaining that mm-hmm. he's not Wakandan I don't want him right. to uh, there's only so much he needs to know like there's yeah, yeah. mystery in his backstory because I want to say T'Challa said um, he died once um, for the world or something but I I don't think he knows this like he literally died and yeah. I really like that because I feel like that's a good way 
for me anyways, to handle a token character. Like if this was the book of all white people and Manifold was black, I feel like they still took care with explaining his role in this issue and yeah. um, in this story itself. Yeah, I won't, I won't ruin anything for you, but he 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 still plays a role moving forward. Okay, 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 good deal, good deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because this is my first time when I saw him, and this, again, goes back to the state of comics now, because when I saw him, I initially thought triage. Even though on the front of this book, he is mm. clearly working his magic very differently from the black character triage, who is just a healer, they look the same. Black, dark-skinned mm. men with locks, with short locks. That's what they look like. But, right. yeah, so. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this mission to kind of, um, what is it? Extract, not extract, what is this? Um, oh, oh, at the beginning yeah. with their own. Um, yeah, I, I think what their mission, yeah, no, no. You know what it was? I think they were looking for the bombers. They were looking... Because yes. that's basically so he was like trying to figure out, you know, how they had gotten explosives in, and that and that's where like they because obviously T'Challa had figured out that there was something going on with the the suicide bombers, right, and then right, he right. found that that lab where they were all hooked yeah, up. Yeah, yes, that and that was a very again being a cinematic book. Uh, moving forward a little bit, when he is when there's the five guys like sprawled out on the table with these mm-hmm. Iron Man-esque uh, explosives in their chest and he's explaining, right. you know, if their their heart stops, you know, it's over. That's them. When you get forward a little bit and he's actually discussing, um, he's talking with the guy whose brother died or was mm-hmm. kidnapped or, no, executed. That yes, scene yes. itself damn near brought me to tears and not in a I'm sad what was me way, but very much like there's a lot there, right? Yes, it was heavy. That was a yeah. heavy ass scene. Yeah, I, yeah, I wrote down some notes about that because yeah, definitely that. Okay, that scene okay, was... good deal, good deal. Um, yeah. well, uh, getting back to triage and then bringing in the guys uh, through his little gateway triage. God damn it, uh, <laughs> manifold, manifold, and then <laughs> bringing them back and meeting. Now, this I was a little. How did you read this meeting with these? Um, five or six uh, world leaders or not world yeah world leaders essentially okay so so the way I read that right like is that cause the, T'Challa is like always like in a lot well he has traditionally been um, portrayed as always two steps ahead mm-hmm. I mean thus far in this particular run he doesn't necessarily seem like as far ahead as he has in the past um, but I took it that maybe he was fishing to a certain extent. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause clearly like the worldview of a lot of these dudes is very different Terrible. from his, yeah. but I do think that to a certain extent that it's also possible that he just legitimately was like, well, let me get these various leaders in here and like really just gather information and perspectives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like formulate my own thing based on it. Yeah. So I don't know it's hard to say, but I definitely got the sense that his, like you know, I don't know, like 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 his inner inner detective or what or two steps ahead, yeah, personality was was reading the room in a specific way. Yes, yes, I uh, I took it that way as well, especially after um, Eden, um, aka Manifold, brought the five um, bombers into wherever this is, this like lab. 
and you mm. know he sent them away saying you know this uh, you must be a little tired or whatever kind of subtly moving him out the way I felt like no one gets a peek behind the curtain who you don't want to get a right. peek behind the curtain and the very fact that you had these five quote unquote bad guys tyrants or whatnot, I felt like it was almost an ego thing like let me they probably have a lot to offer me but let me kind of gauge my moral compass to see if I am as bad as these people if I see some of myself in mm. any of these people that's kind of what it felt like to me right yes yeah, so uh it the race did, oh my god the way they depicted race whereas yeah yeah like they, it was very blunt like it wasn't um yeah yes. they, they didn't write around it not at all at all because just the 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 contrast between um alejandro de jesus the mm-hmm. public safety um of santo marco right. uh Tatala saying that he um what is it he is trying to get my approval you know he is powerful yes. but he wants my approval whereas the white guy, uh, who was that? Sablanovia. Okay, okay. How he, he's white. He does not like, he's white and powerful. He does not, um, jeez. Oh, well, you know, like he, him. I think, I know what you're talking about. I think he referenced the fact that they're, they're similar in, in a lot of regards, but mm-hmm. he's rich and white and, you know, um, and Santa Marco is not. So he was, he was saying that, like, you know, there was, a, even though, despite the similarities between him and, and De Jesus, that there was um that there was a difference just based on 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 race. Yes, yes. And I I, I love that again when I my whole platform is built off of representation and comics and related Com- media and this yeah. was it and even um not to center white people in this but the very fact that these white leaders were um included mm-hmm. um, and treated with just as much care as everyone else um, right. But also, again, given a real world view that, yes, these two are powerful, these two are tyrants. One is a um, Hispanic and the other is a white man. And this is the core difference between the two because it's something right. we all can relate to. Like, this feels real. Yep. This, yeah. Man, this is. He. Coates did his damn thing. Um, he did. He did. Uh, 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 Some days I wake up. What is it? The line that he said, um, and while they derive their power from gun barrels and oh, this oh they yeah, were, yeah, trying to get him, I guess, to not kill his people, but they were kind of advising him on being more yeah, ruthless to be a tyrant. Yeah, essentially that I was interested to see. Now I imagine Black Panther T'Challa is a at his core a good moral character, so that would not be something that came to pass, but. Right. He wrote this, Coach wrote this in a way where I was siding with them when they were speaking because I'm like, yeah, like, how else are you going to get control? <laughs> but knowing that there had to be a counterpoint that yes. would excuse, because yeah. that's the, like, even in the conversation with the guy whose brother died, there was that I was on his side. He does, <laughs> let me calm down. <laughs> Coates has a way of writing these lines where even if it's a person I don't agree with, be it these five, you know, evil guys whatever yeah the way they spoke and delivered their message was very believable where although i knew black panther can't take their advice and run with it there was still a a a thought in the back of my head well what if he did 
Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're absolutely right. And just to add to that, if you if you think about just one issue earlier, right? Like the how did that issue end? That ended after you know they hurt his mom, and he was like, "Yo, shit is about to get real." Yes. And like, was that the last line he said? Wait, I'm gonna pull it out because he he said (laughs) something about like we are the terror or like yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He said he said uh, we are terror itself. Like you know what I mean? Yes. So in a sense, like that's very clever. Two, because, you know, going to what you're saying, because we're not necessarily getting, you know, T'Challa at his purest and most reasonable, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're seeing him at a point and even them playing out this whole scene, right? Like that, yeah. that soon after, like it got real and his, his, his mom was almost taken out. Like you would think like, oh, all right, like maybe all of these events have mm-hmm. caused him to be open to doing things that he wouldn't ordinarily do. Yes, yes. So, Yes, and that's um, it's such a testament to the writing and the art because the art. I, a lot of times when I read books, and not even just this Black Panther run, I read them and I read the story, but then I go back and I read it, and I do not read the words. I'm reading mm-hmm. the scenes. What is conveyed through these scenes? If there were no words on the page, and I feel like the art and the text go hand in hand because this is very with no words. I could still tell that. Right, the expressions and the yes. yeah, yeah the positions. Man, I guess you being an artist, um, what, like, does yeah, it yeah. read well for you? Like this is oh, absolutely, yeah. And and actually, just on the art tip, um, like this is the first issue that Chris Sprouse came oh, yeah. in, yeah. yeah. And like, but it, what's really cool about it is his style is is different from um Stelfreeze, but it's it's a very smooth transition mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. even remember like when i first the very first time i was reading these issues when they came out like noticing like well something's a little bit different because yeah. I, I didn't see the name initially um but it was close enough where it wasn't like i realized on page one mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like i got a little bit in and then and then i went back and i looked at the artist's name you know, so yes. so it's cool though. It was it was it was, it was a it was a, a good transition, but yeah, like the art. Going back to what you're saying, like yeah, it's, I mean that that's one of the number one rules of of drawing comics is it sh- you should be able to convey everything, um, even without the words. Yeah, and I think it definitely does that very much. So, um, dang, what was I about to say? It was about the art. Um, oh, just uh, a testament to um to the art and to the story is much like even with Noble how. There are different artists, but the story is so strong that reading through this, like you said, the art is a little different, but the story was so um, engaging that, hell, these probably could have been stick figures and I still would have been like, okay, uh, yeah. you know what's next what's like it was i was although i do love the art in noble though it, it's it's uh you, you were talking about noble right yes 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 Noble. Yep. yeah yeah like that um art style is I, I really dig what they're doing there too absolutely i um i still just have the first trade and the few i think we're up to eight now and yeah. i refuse to read them because i i you want like, to get them all at once yes yes and then my <laughs> <laughs> the way I operate, if we can tangent a bit, I um right. I'll get every single individual issue, but then I'll definitely get the trade as well because I'm like I I just certain things um I I feel like I have to <laughs> I have to support so I kind of go out of my yeah. way, but just like with a lot of TV shows, some stuff I can watch week to week, like I do the Riverdale show, so of course I can watch week to week, but for something like Black Panther or like Noble or like I want to have at least four or five that I can just go through at once 
yeah, yeah. get immersed in the story so I can go back and read from beginning to end. And it's Black Panther and Noble are one of our two of those stories because I I'm collecting them, but I'm not going to read them yet. I have to wait. Yo, that, that, that's really why. And like with especially with Black Panther, um, I mean Noble, I just I just can't wait. I like I, I gotta I usually crack Noble as soon as I get home. Okay, but um, but yeah, with Black Panther, like just because the story is so dense. Um, it, it is really satisfying to, and also like even what we just were talking about minutes ago about mm-hmm. how um the end of issue four really plays with our perception of what's going on at this midpoint of the issue at this meeting. Mm-hmm. It's like um I don't know when you have when you have like a whole month in between and maybe you're reading other comics and you're watching TV and everything. Mm-hmm. You don't you wouldn't necessarily make the the connections the same way that that you do when you read them all consecutively. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a value in that, specifically with this series. Got, yes, yes, and I'm so glad I waited to read it in this form, because like you said, it is. I'm reading this big ass movie. These them like uh, the blueprint for a movie, um, yeah. and I, I love it. The um, moving forward somewhat with the. It's almost again, February. Look, bro, like I'm, <laughs> I'm. Okay, no, I digress. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, my really, favorite. Yeah. Um, the the Jalia, does that sound about right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. so this um spiritual plane that Shuri has found herself on. Speaking of, do you know where Shuri was before this series? Like when we open up and she's kind of cryogenically frozen, almost. Well, there were, I know there were events that took place where, to as far as our understanding, when she died, I think that was, um, what you're talking about her body, her physical body was? Yeah, yeah. That I don't know. No, I don't. I know we opened up with her in, in the, the, the city of the dead or the, or the, what, yeah. But I'm thinking, did he just place her there, here? And I, I would imagine he wouldn't because he has so much respect for the story, but where was Shuri before this series started? Like, did we, wherever she existed, was she dead? Like, was she in that yeah, state? Yeah, I think that's definitely the idea. That okay, because was... that, yeah, this depiction of um her and Queen Mother or all mothers or... Right, right. That that was so powerful. when Because I, I did actually read through some of the issues individually when I picked them up. Well, I won't say read. I looked through them. Right. And I was like, oh, why is, you know, why she's fighting with her mother? Why is her mother here and there and whatnot? And, but now that I've sitting down, I'm actually reading it. This yeah. is, this is a great, what is it? What is the, the storytelling, the oral tradition of giving, um, Oh, the griot. Yeah. The, hmm? Oreo? <laughs> oh no, sorry. No, I said griot, like the African. Oh like, yes, yes, yes. As like yeah. this storytelling that we're getting, though in comic book form, very much feels like I'm giving you this wisdom. I'm giving you, you know, the history of your mothers and the mother before her and the mother before her, and it's. <sighs> well, I mean, it's funny you bring that up because she, uh, the all mother, does refer to herself as the griot in uh, in one of the earlier issues. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to take this. This is one of those stories where I feel like it's it's very focused on women, and again, mm-hmm. nothing is overly sexualized. Everything is yeah. about yep. actual history, and this is one. They're of actual the, human beings here. Look, and oh my god, it's they're fighting. I don't. Again, <laughs> I'm getting worked up, but this is a very. Um, 
um, uh, powerful scene. Uh, let's see the the the. It's seamless because I know they're fighting, and though I'm reading the events of history, I still feel or sense that they're fighting while she's delivering this history, and yeah. it's like you're learning on two fronts. You're learning this combat style or you're learning you know this new opponent but you're also mm-hmm. learning this oral history and you're also learning it from your mother all right. mothers another woman like it feels very deep in the lightest way possible i guess it right I don't know. yeah you know and one thing i don't want to sidetrack too much but yeah. there's something there's a cool um parallel that happens in this story because i um in this scene, like the all mother, you know, they're they're fighting and she's telling the story about um Adoa, I wanna say is the name of the, the village yeah. um that oh. she's telling the story about. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it that in in that story, you know, obviously the I think this um arc is is the title of it is A Nation Under Our Feet. Mm-hmm. But um there's like a little parallel between this more spiritual and, you know, maybe more um yeah, more more spiritual um, scene that's happening here, and then yeah. the prior one at that meeting, which was like decidedly less spiritual, Very you know. Weird. And um, she, so the all mother uses the phrase. Well, let me find the part. She says, uh, "Oh, she says the Duke of Adoa had no standing army, but yeah. he had a people who would be part with. Sorry, he had people who would part with their lives before parting with the land under their feet." Yes. So. So it's cool because like she's speaking about it in the context of like people who are are devoted to their their land and their history and their culture, um, you know, and are willing to die for it. Mm-hmm. And then on the previous page uh, or the previous scene with the meeting, um, Sablanovia, who is not a good dude, basically <laughs> said like he's what did he say? He said, um, in fact, there is only one tradition in Wakanda, and it is the same tradition among us all. A tradition of holding a nation under our feet. Yes. So it's like very similar phrasing, but like the the context is like totally different. You know, he's talking about like dominating a nation, right? And and they were talking about like the land in a more like you know holistic manner and in, in, in a cultural way. Yes. So. Yes. Very much so. That um, and I I want to say I made that connection. I'm gonna just say I did, <laughs> I, but that don't mean that I did because I think what you bring it up now is like, oh yeah, that's right. But no, I, I did kind of <laughs> no, uh, but but yes, I can see that, and it's I like that every little detail in this book is so calculated to the point where even if something slipped by, uh, Coates, and just as a coincidence that it ties into something else. He's done so much everywhere else in the book that I can Mm -hmm. still attribute that coincidence to him because I don't feel like anything in this book is not playing down to the T. Like nothing. Oh, yeah, 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 most definitely. Yeah, I was thinking, I wonder how long it takes him to write. Like, you know, I mean, obviously you got to, working for Marvel, you got to turn your scripts in pretty quickly. But, I mean, maybe he's just, like, made sure he built up a bank ahead of time. But it just seems like... (laughs) Like this is this the writing process for this book must be very 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 involved. Yes, and then additionally, like the art after, because looking at the more spiritual scenes versus everything else that has happened in this book and all issues before, they're very everything else is very panel style laid out where this is very free flowing, mm-hmm. and like it it's 
Like I said, it's seamless. Even yeah, there's the an panels. openness. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's like how how did you relay this? You know, and it's yeah. So I'm I'm thinking he had to have been like on issue five before they release issue one because this shit, <laughs> right, right. it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and then getting to the scene. Uh, the next one with the the guy who had the murdered brother, and I saw that like Iron Man Tech. Now, are we clear that that is Iron Man Tech, or is it just very similar to Tony Stark? So I, I took it that it was just similar, like okay. you know. Okay, yeah, and it's very smart as well, like as opposed to a backpack full of explosives, right? For a suicide bomber, having this grafted into your chest, that this exchange. Now, I want to make sure I, well, see if we're on the same page. This exchange yeah. went from, you know, the guy discussing his brother to mm-hmm. T'Challa accepting the story and yep. then telling him, okay, now this is my job as your king and kind of flipping the guy to be a double agent. Yeah. Yo, and this, no, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, this scene for me, and yeah, you mentioned, like, how powerful this scene was, but, like, for me, the cool thing about it, because I know, um, like for a lot of people, and definitely like a lot of black folks, like have had some people have had mixed mixed um, feelings about this run, just in the sense that, like you know, T'Challa was always a dude who, like I said, it seemed to be two steps ahead, mm-hmm. even when it seemed like he didn't know what mm-hmm. the deal was. And I think a lot of people felt disappointed by the fact that, like you know, this is a this is a T'Challa in in a certain kind of turmoil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he. He's, he's working through some stuff and like the people he doesn't have the respect but this scene was really dope for me because it's like like you mentioned like we start out and you hear what the what the the bomber guy is saying and you obviously maybe don't agree with him bombing like innocent people but at the same time you're like yo he's got some points or whatever like because he brings up that that refrain of um you know where were you when all the stuff yeah. is going down you're yeah. supposed to be our king mm-hmm. and where were you and and like T'Challa, like I love it because it's like he's playing chess. It's like yes. uh, it's like Inspector Deck, where they said like he's that dude that'll sit back and watch you play yourself yeah. and take you to court after that. Like because he's just like you know he's like he's like all right yeah like you know he's like he's listening to he's like really listening to him. And he's like no yeah and 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 then the guy even says like don't you dare bring up my brother. Mm-hmm. T'Challa like goes down like no I know I know the deal I know my yeah. people I know who your brother is mm-hmm. you know and then um. What did he say? He's there's a part with T'Challa. Um, what did he say? He said, um, oh, oh, I know what it is. Like he basically says, like, yeah, no, I'm the king. Like as in, like, like asserting that I'm the king. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the and then the you know the dude's not feeling that, but then he speaks of his brother on like a really personal level. Yes. And and then he comes to a point where he expresses shame, like, because he had used the phrase that like the suicide bomber guy is alive thanks to his mercy mm-hmm. to Charles' mercy mm-hmm. but then in the next page like he basically says that like you know he uses he flipped that mercy thing to say that like he's at the mercy of this guy's brother because yes. because of the way that he failed him yes and that like that brings shame on him and he's basically like yo i'm gonna you know uh earn you know whatever i'm gonna i'm going to uh like pay back that shame that yeah. comes out of this you know what I mean? And then it does come to the point where he does flip the dude and and the dude um is like, No, I'm all right, I'm down with the nation. Because the child puts it to him like, Are you will you serve the nation? You know, and then yep. the dude, yeah. yeah, and that's the turning point. <laughs> yes. And that 
that fucked me up because he said something to the effect of, um, you know, I hope to like die a thousand deaths for your brother. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and like, and I don't, and again, I'm assuming that this character is new, but the, the way in which Coates threw T'Challa or T'Challa threw Coates, whatever, um, got very intimate with his details about right. how you saw your brother as this certain thing. And once they changed the, um, your your ideas of your brother now you live every day with this with him begging and crying and please like that whole mm-hmm. oh boy that's why i say i was so emotional reading this scene yeah and i a little side note the picture of the the prisoner or the suicide mm-hmm. bomber on the screen looks like the suicide bomber on the table again going back to the yeah, art yeah. being so so good because it's not just generic black face on the screen and it's <laughs> right, right. but but yeah but even the lighting like we can tell that there is a red light or a red glow in this room on mm-hmm. brown skin and it's very different than being in direct sunlight or being in one of the brooms like if you look at this scene and then you go to the next page and you see Tatu and Zinzi in contrast to T'Challa and um, the the bomber, it's like they're still black. They're all black, but they just happen to. <sighs> yeah, and you know what you know what's interesting about that is like uh, Laura Martin, who colors it. Like she's a she's a super dope colorist, and like she's on a lot of books. Uh-huh. She happens to like not be black. Like she's, oh. she's she's a white lady, but you would think she is. But like again, I, it is does come back to representation because mm-hmm. like you know Coates has a lot of. Um, influence on how this book is going to look yeah and like so you know so he basically like worked with her so she's somebody that like really knows her craft as a colorist yeah. but like she's somebody that also was willing to do the do the homework too yeah. as far as representation oh goes. my god good deal good job because that she well she did her damn thing because that i was just and i while reading this scene i i heard a humming in my head i guess again i've been conditioned that when i see red lights like in movies and TV shows to hear like humming of machinery and this whole story just came alive for me that like (laughs) I experienced this on every level except for touch since I can't (laughs) physically touch these characters but I I I like this book (laughs) no no doubt no doubt now um the next scene we had, what I don't even know who this guy. Which one is this? Is you this know who he is? He's drunk? he's he's the really awful dude at in the meeting who was like the last one that was like okay, really man. gassing him up to do bad stuff. Although I don't think you saw everything that he said played out in that scene. Right, I think right, they right. kind of cut cut out before he said all this stuff. Yeah, because he said, "Tell me," and then that was the end of that scene. So yeah, right. that oh, this again, as if this book couldn't surprise me anymore. Once we got to this scene. And mm. I guess the the plot twist was delivered. Right. It amped it it rammed up the stakes for me. I was just I was because it because I felt as if no T'Challa wouldn't do this. But even right. if he would, it does not matter. It's not about because it's what is it? It is about the story because mm. we can accept a lot of things that are not true if they're spun right or if we get one side first or whatever. And with getting this man's honest um, candor, not candor, um, uh, what am I saying? Getting his, 
I guess, revelation or about mm. because even if T'Challa was not planning on doing anything this man said, the fact is he sat down with this man and people mm-hmm. like him. Yeah. In order to get and this ain't like some Yeah, it doesn't here. look good. Right. It doesn't look good. Right, right, right. And that that's what it is. Like it's he can be lying through his teeth, but he was close enough to the king. He got a peek behind the curtain, and we mm. know guilt by association, even if T'Challa didn't do anything, he was in cahoots with you for some reason. And yeah. that they exploited the hell out of that. That Yeah, that's what that's what makes it so cold blooded is the fact that um you you know the dude openly is like yeah you know T'Challa obviously wasn't going for any of that <laughs> but <laughs> but they still took that video yep. and, and and cut it up and yo that is so 2017 or 2018 at this point but right, it's right. like it's so so 21st century the idea of like this deceptive editing mm-hmm. and uh you know widely disseminating this uh video mm-hmm. that just really demonizes this this character which but, I think lends itself to Wakanda because I'm sure it's been done maybe in some way in other books, but because this run feels so grounded and so real, it it's giving me something that I'm not getting from other Marvel books and that in itself, I feel like 20 years from now, reading back on this, it'll be a staple of the times. I mean, maybe by then we'll be texting through our, our thoughts, but this feels real in a right. sense that this feels easy to translate to screen, if that makes any sense. Like yeah. the, the yeah. problems that they're going through, the physical um, nature of the power set, everything. nothing feels as if it wouldn't be easy enough to translate and still feel real. Like Yeah. And, and it's interesting too, yeah, because like even um, the... Yeah, like you mentioned going forward, but like even when you look at... Um, at uh, AO, I think it's AO. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, when she's looking on the screen mm-hmm. and she and she pulls up the thing, it kind of looks like Gmail. Yeah, and then like even the little play symbol looks like a little YouTube. YouTube thing. Yeah. So even though they got this like super high tech, um, you know, screens, touch screens mm-hmm. that aren't like our, that are more advanced than ours, it still mirrors the way our technology looks. And exactly. so yeah, it just it just feels very now. Even Storm is 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 watching this same video. So yes. Kinda, yes. Kinda that's boy, when I tell you when I turned that page because I thought because I'm not reading it in the individual issue I thought okay this is the end of the first uh, of this issue and we're moving on to the next but then to see Storm the people in the Golden City um Meyer, the Royal Court like to see all of like that that fucked me all the way up now if I like that if I can <laughs> diverge a little bit I yeah. like seeing Storm in here because I feel like she hasn't been of course, handled with the care that she needs. Um, right. And X-Men Gold, I feel like she's just a token black woman. Um, I feel as it's even Bloodstorm in um, X-Men Blue, I feel like is <sighs> needs work. I yeah. feel as if Tatu, and I want to say I've said this before, is what we need in a storm. The way that Stelfreeze and Coates have taken the care to use his power set and to use it in a way that suits him and that makes sense with Mm -hmm. whatever situation he's in, be it being subtle, building up to something more grand. I feel like handling Storm would, one, would be better in the hands of a black woman. But here here in this run, I have only had experience with her here and in the next issue. But 
I feel as if if she can be handled with care in the way that Zinsi and Tatu have been, because I think they're the yeah. only like enhanced people or persons in um this run so far. Because the white gorilla wasn't that well. I think yeah, I think it was more technology, right? Yeah, like, they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we have our own metahuman slash mutant slash whatever, but the Karen, which like I feel like her being, she's we lose sight that Storm is actually an African. I feel like it's just she's a token black woman on a team of mostly white mutants, and she's like. We, well, on on a side note, like I don't know if you um if you read like a lot of the '80s Storm, like that was when I fell in love with Storm as a character because mm-hmm. like she was she was like. So super integral to the team like she was like literally the most important character yes. even when she lost her powers like exactly and that's that's what i was getting at because i haven't read a lot of the um issues themselves but I've, I've done the wikipedia i've done research on her and i know her history and some stuff like from the um from the comics i'll get a piece here and there or i'll read a portion here and there i wasn't reading it consistently like with x-men blue and gold and stuff like that but that's what makes it more horrible to me is that she is this character who has a rich history in the X-Men themselves and no knock to Kitty Pryde I mean having representation with Jewish characters but where is this Jean Grey is back will we never get a storm led team again like we had the X-Women team but well you know it's funny because I haven't X-Men was by far my favorite book growing up but I haven't read these new books just because like you know, I don't know. Like, like I, I feel like X Men books haven't necessarily lived up to. The, I did like some of the all new X Men stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just didn't get the same feeling from this these new runs. Yeah, um, I'll good. probably check them out in trades, but no, X, astonishing X Men. I personally feel like it's the best X Men book out now. I don't. Okay. Everything I'll check else, yeah, because and it's 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 a story that I think they're on issue seven now, and out of seven issues, as far as real world time, I think maybe. Four hours have passed, but it's such oh. a good, fast-paced action. It feels to me like the old X-Men of yesteryear. Like it feels. I'm gonna check like, that. So there's like a trades worth out. Already. Yeah, yeah. That, there's the first trade out, and then an uh, extra issue or two. But yeah, I think that's worth worth a, worth a, um, a buy because I'm, like I said, Generation X has been canceled. I I, I kind of don't care. Um, all these <laughs> other X books seem to be. Well, let me just figure out which team of characters I like and then make us... St- it doesn't... Mm. All that being said, Storm, seeing her in this book made me feel yeah. good. And um, I guess, what do you think about the Wakandans and their um, attitude against Storm? Because I didn't realize that she wasn't well-received. The Yeah, I guess, I, I guess it's just with her being an outsider, you know? I, I think they... Um, and, you know, it's funny because it's like, I think um, even though Storm is, is African, I think that the Wakandans look at um, at them as part of, like, a more Western... The Western world, more yeah. represent... You know, and like, like, she's born African, but I think they're like, well, you know, you're part of this American mm-hmm. X-Men team, and, you, you know, you guys are, are Western. And, you know, I think there's even critique critiques about T'Challa with that with yes. him having had his education here and and all those things so mm-hmm. yeah. you know I, I, I that's how I read it I read that that's where like some of their um you know the people's issues with her came in yeah I've, I felt the same and then I was like well um Queen Mother is not Wakandan isn't she right then she moved there like in college or maybe a little younger 
and yeah. got with T'Chaka. But even with that, she still feels more, I guess, genuine or more authentic as a Wakandan than um, Storm ever was. Because I, I read, was it House of M or Secret Wars? There was something where I think I was at a store and I picked up an issue and there was Cyclops and Storm in the tunnels, I think the Morlock tunnels, and he mm. says something to the effect of, are you a queen or are you an X-Man? And oh. it was like that's what she was battling with at that time was, I'm a queen of Wakanda, but I'm also an X-Man part-time. Like, you can't do both. Like, you got to, yeah. Yeah, Scott, Scott needs to leave her alone. <laughs> She's done a lot for that team. <laughs> Look, she beat. Did she beat his ass once? Once upon a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when she didn't have powers, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That is that is true. And that's man. I just want her. And what pisses me off is that having such an amazing run of Black Panther, I would love to see a run where Storm and all of her children, all of her children, different timelines. All of it just bring the the unnamed twins, the, mm. the young boy she has with uh T'Challa, then what is that girl who's time displaced as well, who has like a, a panther or a lion with her like bring her and all of her children into one book and let me see this black woman and her kids existing in that <sighs> Yeah. Well I I I'm not gonna you know, I I don't think you've seen the last of her in this series. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, good deal, good deal. <laughs> and um, I guess finally, issue six, um, the cover is one of my favorite covers of any book, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, um, I think this is, and correct me if I'm wrong, this may be the first time we've seen the Wakandan flag in this run or at the very least on a cover. But I, I think, think yeah, like I think it appears like maybe in the, the liner, not the liner notes, but you know what I'm saying, like the... Yeah. The extra um, yeah. pages. Right, At some right. point, I think it appears there. And for it to appear again under the feet, a nation under the feet right, of the right, Dora right. Milaje, the adorned ones, the uh, midnight angels. This mm. is... I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, again, I don't know how, how much more I can praise this book. And, yeah. and just... Yeah, um... Thoughts on issue six overall? Any um, initial? <laughs> yeah, like it. Well, first of all, it just it kind of jumps off like initially, like well, especially following the events of the last last issue. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. get right into the action. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Um, the kind of twist on Zenzi. Yeah. What what happened? Like when when the dogs of war, you know, parachute in and they're they're having their battle. Yes. And. She brings the truth out, but whereas like previously she was like making people fight with mm-hmm. her powers, it's more like it it stops them because it's like their heart in their hearts they don't want to be be, yes. be fighting these women. Yes, and that 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 scene in itself, I um, I was kind of like on the edge of my seat because um, I figured if the Dormilaje were going to go down, it wouldn't be in this issue, but right. that that T'Challa was on their heels. Like, out of all of the progress that they've made, uh, establishing laws and and creating their own new Wakanda, in a sense, that they were so on the... Like, uh, they aren't the bad guys, but they aren't, quote-unquote, the good guys because they right. aren't aligning with Wakanda and Black Panther. But are they not the good guys? Like, I... 
yeah, so yeah. conflicted. <laughs> but well, yeah, it's not. It's messy, you know. And I, I think that's definitely something Colts is 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 very deliberately uh, dealing with because I know he had, he did a lot of research on African nations. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 the and just the whole and yeah, if you even if you read his his writings, like you know, like he he's written extensively about like wars and about like the Civil War, mm-hmm. and like so he he's a very like he's he's one of those dudes that will really get into the nuts and bolts of and not just like oh it's a conflict and yeah. you know these people disagree, but he really I think gets into the nuts and bolts of like the roots of some of these conflicts and the and the complexities of them, and yeah, I mean I think that's good storytelling too because in real life. You know, even um, people and, and nations and governments who have done bad things, a lot of times one of the common characteristics is they think they're the good guys, or they yes. convince themselves that they're, they're they're good. And good guys and bad guys is it doesn't even it's yeah. kind of meaningless a lot of times in in real life and like these these nations and these mm-hmm. relations with people. So uh, he I think he really did a good job of capturing that and and making it not as simple as like these are the good guys and these are the bad guys. Yes, yes, very much so. Because I, um, I, I feel for everyone involved, everyone. Like it, I may not agree, um, but yeah, I feel for everyone involved, and um, especially like you said, when Zinzi uses her abilities, pulls out the truth. And therein kind of weakens or cripples the opponent. Mm. I feel like this was a test. Um, because Tetu, going back to the conversation him and Io and Anika had before, where they're like, well, you know, we share a common enemy in smiles, but it is not enough. I feel like he and Zenzi hesitated on acting sooner to kind of prove a point that we are needed. We are valuable to right. you. We are more than just a common enemy in um, some kind words because it is because of me that y'all ain't dead right now. Cause this, you know, cause they're like, yo, you showed up late. She said, but we are here. You know, like you can't have it both ways. Either we're going to be, you know, common enemy in a smile or we're going to be in this together. Which one is it? That's mm-hmm. the way I read that scene. And I, yeah, is, yeah. Yeah, this I, and nobody's wearing shoes. I love that. <laughs> I love that these people are barefoot as hell. Now right. I don't know if that's a stereotype. No, nah, I mean, but no. If you look at certain parts of the world, it's like yeah, like shoes aren't necessarily a thing. Yeah, yeah okay. And see, that's Culture, my ignorance yeah. there, and I I try my damnedest to not say or do a. But there is a there's a there's a variety too, because like you know, uh, Shangemeyer will often have like sandals or yeah. he's got something on his feet. So it's like it's not like every character, right, right, right. Like, you know, it's kind of depending on like where they live, how they live, etc. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. This is true, because even the uh, Dora Milaje, like they out here fighting, right. and Ayo and Anika are the only ones with boots. Everybody else is like, you know, they going into it like, yeah, like newborn yeah. baby style. But yeah, this right. is um, uh, I don't know if I understood what was well I understand that they that the white panthers or whatnot were captured um and that Anika feels too t- t- sympathy or right. less hate in her heart after their confession yeah. but where are they going like I guess spoil if you must but like are, are these are they being they, taken as prisoner or what is they're being taken as prisoner yeah yeah, yeah okay 
I need to see this new Wakanda that they've developed over the past six issues, six, seven issues in the background. That's what I was, yeah. where, where is this new Wakanda? That, yeah. yeah. No, so, keep reading, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it all, man. It's, okay, it's okay. Like the, the joy of the discovery. Yes, yes, so. indeed. Um, now, Necro, Necropop, what? Necropolis? Necropolis? Necropolis. Yeah. <laughs> I can read. I can read. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed, like, seeing Tony Stark, T'Challa, hmm. speaking of Tony Stark, was not jarring to me. Because right. this book has done such a good job with all, each character that they have um, have presented us with and each conflict, seeing Tony Stark kind of open this book up to the larger Marvel Universe, we know mm-hmm. it exists in there and we have the references to you going off with the Avengers and not being here for family and whatnot, but seeing him and seeing him written in just two panels right. opened the door where you can kind of read this book on its own and exist just as Wakanda, but see the rest of the world is out there, right? Yes. Like okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, <laughs> that makes, that's what like, this is, this is just a smaller part of a larger universe, but it was done very well. It wasn't like, um, what is that? Uh, civil war two where that, you know, hijacked all these books and like changed some of the story and whatnot like this. Oh was, yeah. This was just a, a, a needed conversation by someone who matters in the sense that this is very similar to um, Iron Man Tech. So, right, right. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, how'd you, this, any thoughts on. on yeah, no, I, I, I liked it too. I like um, the, you know, because it's like, despite his faults, like Tony is, and, and, and is, uh, you know, one of the brilliant characters of the Marvel Universe and obviously we talked about how like Black Panther has been established as mm-hmm. a member of the Illuminati and like the, the truly brilliant minds of Wakanda so it's yeah. like yeah it's like them as equals you know and, and there's the, you know there's there's a a, a respect there that's there yeah. that I think it's dope in this conversation you know and I, I like the I like how after they get off the call like I think the first thing T'Challa says is about like the there's the two two sides of him that are mm-hmm. at war, mm-hmm. being like you know the man that he's called to be and the man that he truly is. Yeah, you know, which obviously I think is like like we said like a central theme of this of this very, run. Yes, very much so. This this scientist and this, and that's another thing I don't. And again, I am limited in my Black Panther exposure, but there has never been a time. I've always thought of Black Panther as a very smart individual, but I've never seen him as a scientist. And that isn't to say that this is a bad um, depiction of him. It's to say, we get so much of Black Panther, I haven't gotten much of T'Challa. Like, it's, right, yeah. Sense, okay. they, they definitely have depicted the science, but I know what you mean, though. Like, I think, I think you know, we get to see it in a certain way. Yeah, like... I, Black, mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say Black Panther is, like, very much... Like I said, like what you know, what what Batman is, and mm-hmm. even even better, like I, he literally can do everything Batman does, and and you know he's got he's got I think a little bit extra too. So yes. the same way that like Batman has all of his various skills, but you know he also knows science and chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know you got the same thing with Black Panther. Yeah, that I would I would love to not necessarily get a mini series, but give me like maybe a little flashback or two issues where we actually. Um, will we go through T'Challa? Because then he goes to like 
an Ivy League school or what yeah, he gonna, yeah. like I want to see him in that element because when I see him I just think Black Panther I think of course he's inherently smart and a genius and skilled but where did this come from like that's something that I've um kind of been craving because once I he he made the distinction that yes I'm a scientist and a king it made sense and I was mm-hmm. like yeah duh he's a scientist like you know this motherfucker smart as hell he's a smart kid <laughs> right. but I I just for me, I'm craving more of that. Like, I already see Black Panther. I see what he's capable of. Where's the foundation within T'Challa? Where did this come from? You know, what? Because his very um, experiences or worldly experiences getting this different education and whatnot is part of the reason why he's hated by a lot of his people. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what? What's clever about that? And I, I definitely don't think Coates, of all people, stumbled on this accidentally. I think there's whole. I mean, even Coates himself, right? Like there's. Yeah. Like I, I love his writing and and his, and his ideas, but like you know, some some black folks will go hard on Coates, like you know, like like I mean, yeah. even um recently Cornell West. Who you know has been going hard on everybody, but like you know, <laughs> it's it's uh so I think that's interesting in itself because there's so um and at the end of the day, I feel like it all stems from the systems of oppression that like you know people that people that black people have had to deal with, but it's like those systems of oppressions even turn inward on our, on ourselves yeah a lot of times and we we draw these these kind of crazy distinctions based on like. Well, you're from here, or like, you know what I mean? Or like, mm-hmm. like you went to school there, or you're whatever. And I think that, um, yeah, I don't think it's accidental that Coates has woven a lot of that in there too. Like the way that that we look at each other, um, and even like a lot of the the ideas. So yeah, yeah, like I think like where Black Panther was it was educated, and like that's all a part of what the Wakandans see as this kind of central betrayal. Yeah. Of this. And you, funny thing. Well, I was just thinking now I know it would have fucked him up <laughs> so bad if he had a came back and said he was an alpha or a sigma or something <laughs> wearing these Greek letters on his chest right, right. in Wakanda I don't know yeah um, I, I would love to see that story yeah. but I then... could see like like Kyle Baker doing something like that like a kind of comedic thing where he came back with a <laughs> With like a uh, yeah, like one of the sweaters. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, nothing but Greek letters. Don't even know nothing spelled out. It's just like, oh, this nigga, he didn't, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, yeah, that would that would be something. Uh, <laughs> um, these nanites. Do you have any history with this? These um, that he injects into his arm. Um, what is this? No, I actually no, I didn't. You know, like I don't. I mean, I followed what was going on, but like, no, I didn't have prior history of it. Okay, because they were um, a lot, they mentioned a lot of things that I felt initially. I was like, okay, maybe this is just to flesh out the history. But the attack from Namor, um, Doctor Doom, oh, and someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, there is, and like you said, being two steps ahead of someone, this really kind of turned the story on its head. Um. Because I was thinking, like, what the hell is he injecting himself with? And my understanding is that it was like, like a, was it a video? What is it? Wait, what is it? Um, yeah, I'm not old. sure. What else, Something from Doctor Doom. Um, right, right. He said, "Jeez," and I didn't highlight anything. Uh, it is not my regalness. 
whatever so, the name is. So Dr. Doom sought to form a coup in Wakanda. He used these yeah, nanites to infiltrate every level of society. Oh, yeah. yeah. And whatever yeah. the infamy of Doom's ends, I have always admired the genius of his means. And I'm thinking, um, did you already have cameras everywhere. I don't. I, I was still unclear as to how things work because I did read ahead a little bit of the next issue, although it's we were just doing four through six. Because um, mm. I was very interested in what the hell was this green shit, this kryptonite, <laughs> and what what was next. Um, right. But then we see that the uh, did the the bomber suicide bomber ever get a name? Yes, it was. Isn't he? Uh, there was two guys. I think Quabena. Like there was, there was the two guys. They both had K names. Him and his brother. Okay. Like, okay. I know on the screen in the Acropolis oh, when yeah. speaking uh, to Tony yeah, Stark, you see that guy. Where? Yeah. Yeah. So he target has been achieved, which I assume is he has been um, thrown back in as a double agent. And then we go forth with Queen Mother or the Goddess Mother or Shuri and her spiritual journey. And again, going back to amazing storytelling, because this story of the woman who... um, the women who were enslaved, well, who were enslaved but were not slaves, right, right, and right. who were blindfolded, like this feels real. Now, again, I didn't do research, so I don't know that this story is a literal story that has been passed down from you know generation to generation, or if this is something that Coates came up with on his own. But it was so believable in the realm of this sto- the of the Black Panther universe, and yeah, I, I definitely have the impression that that Coates came up with it because I think a big part of what he's doing is working with existing lore but also expanding yeah. on the history like building on parts of the history they haven't gotten into right 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 okay because this is the story itself about the woman and the the son yeah like yeah, that she yeah. like I I see where the care has been taken to actually teach Shuri and by extension teach the audience mm-hmm. all these lessons and this right. is I don't know any and it, it definitely parallels like what like Anika and Io are like their their position in yeah. the story like you know what they're doing yes yes most certainly because they and they're, it's like they're living out the, <laughs> these lessons that are being taught to Shuri this right. um, and you, you know how you'll get um, I don't know if you've seen Insecure but they had Do North yeah which was the little like side oh, show? Oh yeah, no, you know, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, oh, no, no, we sure did. My look, yeah. look, my mind. But I would no, love good. to it's see these stories that uh, Queen Mothers or the mm. the spiritual mothers are um, presenting Shuri with. I would love to see these collected or yeah. um, oh, put yeah. on screen or something like just the, not even nothing relating to Black Panther. Just these stories, like they're so. He did a good job. Man. That's a really good idea. And you know, um, like I said, I won't spoil Shuri too much, but yeah. like, I don't, I don't think you have too much further to go to when she comes back to the physical world. Yeah. But this, this experience that she's having right now with the, with the um, all mother, uh-huh. it, 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 it changes her like permanently. Like yes. so, and that, that's reflected in even when she comes back. Okay. So there's okay. some really cool stuff. Um, and even something that visually happens right here with the yeah. all mother. Yes. Um, that that carries forward when she comes into the physical world too. Okay. Okay. And then, well, speaking of, you want to speak on that on the, the 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 transformation that is made with the mother. 
Oh, with the birds, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just that's that's basically what I'm talking about. That that figures <laughs> into like you know, that's something that that she's able to do when she comes back to the physical world. Yeah, and sure. that, and that in and of, of itself is something that I just I feel like the Marvel universe. If you had just two more Tanahasi coasts in the sense that no one can be him, but two more people who have the same care that he has with these characters and these stories. Because this is I look at this um this run in these first six issues and I think, is this how people felt when the first X Men runs mm. came out? Like this like the powers are kind of second nature to everything else in the story. Like right. The fact that she can turn into this flock of birds is something that I know will be useful later on down the line. Right. But it's this power has come immediately after I've taught you a lesson. Like you earned this power. Mm-hmm. This is it's, like it's man. Yeah. Again, it's <laughs> I just again, I don't <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just I'm I'm floored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, moving to the base of the people where these are the uh, T'Challa shows up. And my question was, if Manifold sent you with this little gateway, it had to be loud. How did no one notice, <laughs> how did no one notice him up there in the um, rafters or whatever? Like, that's... Well, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Like, I know it definitely is maybe creating light, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I, and, yeah, know. Like, like, he's definitely silent. Like, oh, you yeah, know. this is true. Like, that's something that was dope even in, in uh, Civil War. Like, I love how, like, even when he jumped from a really high pl- high um, yeah. height, like, he didn't make any noise. Yes. And I like the um, the cat-like um, similarities that he has that don't feel campy. Yeah. Like yeah. the silence, like the swift moving, like the seeing at night, like everything, his mannerisms, the way in which he fights, his claws. I, yeah. I compare it to, and not to try to put it on that level, but the Halle Berry um, Catwoman <laughs> movie. Like it's yeah. her scenes versus the trailer, not the movie, just the trailer of right, Black right, Panther. Right. Like seeing the differences and how the, like I, he doesn't, and you know. <clears throat> He doesn't come off effeminate, not that that's a bad thing either way, right, right. but being essentially a cat, a feline, which is depicted usually as um, a more woman, softer, feminine type of creature, he comes off mm-hmm. very... Right, I, very, yeah, very masculine. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it's done in a way, like I said, that's not campy, and that's what, what I appreciate. And uh, this... Him again being two steps ahead, two three steps ahead, and getting himself captured mm-hmm. to kind yep. of meet the you know Ezekiel and find out what the fuck he has going on. <laughs> right, right. That was it. I was I was kind of torn because I was like, okay, they have to know this is a trick because I knew <laughs> this was a trick, but it right. fit with the story. But then I was like, well, maybe not. Maybe this hubris, <laughs> maybe this thinking that you um, are just that damn good or needing recognition blinded right. you where you actually think you've done something here you know yeah um, yeah yeah now, i really appreciated that because because like i said like i think a lot of people missed the the two steps ahead panther and like you know i'm i'm that's the, that's what i'm saying like i think sometimes you got to be patient when a a um storyteller well you don't have to be but mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes it pays off for people to be patient when a storyteller is taking a different path yeah you know because um, I think a lot of people were like, oh, man, like, you know, Coates is making him really fallible and, you know, not necessarily a, a 
as in charge and like you know ahead of things but yeah. like it's it's in there it's just that like he's painting a bigger picture yeah yeah and doing a damn good job and I, I'll say that I feel like after this run well hoping that it doesn't end but in the event that Coates moves on to something else this mm. has changed Black Panther forever like you have to live up to this run at this point right. like, there's no there yeah so um quick question these twins I believe I saw them in Generation X I think like issue seven or eight this last this most recent run with um Christina Strain mm. are you familiar with them at all the uh, no I, I'm only familiar with them through this book so okay. I, I, I don't have any previous experience yeah and that's why when I saw them of course the art is different but they look much more mature in this book versus the um what I seen in Generation X where they looked a little softer and younger uh, mm. but then that was like a whole convoluted story there but this whole last scene Again, you're talking about cinematic. This, and although I knew this was coming, because again, I was um, collecting Black Panther. I wasn't reading it. But of course, you can tell by the cover of the books what kind of what was going on. Seeing the crew show up at the end still got had me excited. Like, I I, I don't know. And then seeing them drawn in this way, like seeing two black women on a team for one. Two black who look entirely different. Well, I mean, body what? Well, look different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they look different. <laughs> that just oh my god! And Luke Cage looks great in this little suit. Yeah. All in all, any any thoughts about the issue six as a whole with the crew? I loved it, man. I loved it, and it's you know, the only thing is like reading it now. You know, it makes me a little sad because I was I don't know if you got to read. The Black Panther and the Crew book while it was still out, but I I, I was really enjoying it. And yeah, okay. It no. definitely was gone too soon. So like, I don't but definitely, know. I mean, definitely pick up the the trade of the issues that did come out. Like I, I much like with Nighthawk, where it was like a good story. Yeah, that just kind of got cut off too soon. Like I, it still is good for what it is as as a um, an arc. Yes, so. yes, okay, cause good, cause I I think I may have collected the crew as well but once I knew it was going to be cancelled I kinda I haven't read them then plus I moved down here to Dallas it's been a whole big thing like I have boxes of books that I have not opened right yet. yeah oh, I know how that is yeah. oh man cause even um, World of Wakanda I read World of Wakanda but I can only remember the first issue like I read yeah. all of them but I, I can't in my mind until I physically touch the book I can't see anything past the first issue and even with yeah. that it's like I I don't know I'm um I'm I don't know about you but like there's so many books you know and there's so much media that like sometimes I really do need to read something more than once to for you know yes I feel, you know you know when I was a kid and I was first reading X-Men like you know I I would just get an issue and I would just read it multiple times like mm-hmm. until the next issue came out yeah. you know so it's like, yeah, like you. I think we, you know, you grow up, and I think you you're, you got more to do, and mm-hmm. you know, you don't get to necessarily reread stuff the same way. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I feel, and that's that's kind of where I am because the, even with doing the myriad of shows that I put on, I right. um I find time to read, uh, but then I find myself reading to get to the next book, and I have yeah. to slow down. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I may have seven books on my pool this week, but you yep. need to slow down and read these books. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. And this, this is a book you have to slow down and read. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I tried to skim through this at work, and I was like, oh, no, this, I need to be at home where I don't have all these distractions because right. this is a lot going on, and this is a heavy story, and I, I, I need to be able to give it, you know, give it its due. But, yeah, this is... This has been an amazing uh, class. This has been a, an amazing lecture. Thank. You. Oh yeah, no, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, so I mean, I guess any any final thoughts about the run as a whole, even if it's you know something a little further past issue six, that's fine. Or um, any last thoughts here? <laughs> uh, what I, what I will say is like you know you have referenced. I know you know um, kind of what what happens ahead when now now that we're in the phase of kind of rebuilding Wakanda. Yeah. And the I feel like it's like issue twelve maybe where where things like this this run of what we're seeing, like these things that chess pieces that are being set up, yeah. They really culminate. And um like I, I I love that point. Like that that point when like all of these things come to really come to a head mm-hmm. and and how how it's handled. Like I that that's one of my favorite issues Okay, okay. Well that's so, what's like, up. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Um, going going through the rest of this book because I'm I'm enjoying this and being able to set up this quote unquote classroom setting and dive into the book and actually have discussions has been something that I, I guess I didn't know I needed because <laughs> this yeah. is it's giving me another appreciation for the book because I read comics every day. There's not a mm-hmm. day that goes by where I don't read something, and right. usually it's just me. And um, I try to you know write a little review or tweet a little something but it's really just me shouting into the ether and even if it's um someone who disagrees with everything i say it's not often that i'll get um a lot of conversation and so this has been really kind of therapeutic for me because i'm i'm enjoying this book and everything that comes with it and um just being able to have the conversations surrounding black panther and uh you know even aside from the movie just in general yeah yeah you know, I, I, I appreciate you coming on, because I was like, should I ask you? But I was like, man, you know, it don't hurt to ask. <laughs> I, yeah, I no, I'm, I'm glad you did, man. This was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of other um, other cool Black Panther runs from the past. But, like, if, if you get a chance, um, they, they've they made some nice collections of the Christopher Priest run. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw a few in the um the store, and I have one, and I'm trying to find it so I make sure I don't buy it again because it's a thick book. Right. So I know I paid a little money for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess um, thank you for your time. You, you give the the class your social media, your your all that stuff, or whatever you want to divulge to the. Okay, to yeah, the yeah. Um, just I, you know, the, I always tell people the best way to find me and all my social media is just marcuskwame.com. That's Marcus M A R C U S. K W A M E dot com. And uh, yeah, my social media is on there, my artwork, my comics, um, you know, the stuff that I create. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can find me, find me there. Definitely, definitely. Well, again, thank oh, you. Oh, and uh, yeah, just real quick shout out. Um, obviously, like podcast wise, um, which, you know, you've been on the show. Yes. Um, I'm yes. part of a Black Comics chat. So uh, <laughs> definitely check us out, man. We, we, um, we're usually on every, every two weeks. Um, and, uh, well, this this isn't live, so but the as of this recording, we're going to our next guest is going to be uh, Joe McGill, who is like a super dope comic creator and um, 
you know, runs her own her own company. So you know, we got we got a lot of a lot of great guests. Um, you know, in, including Rain and like. Yes. So yeah, check out Black Comics Chat when you get a chance. Yes, indeed. And I'll um throw the the site and the links in the show notes. So you know, by the time this is up, that conversation that you've all had, and maybe that'll be up there as well. So we'll um we'll we'll definitely get your uh, links out to the people, and uh. I don't know. Again, thanks. And thank you all for listening out there. As always, tweet me, Carefree Blurred. Um, hit me up, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, if you want to join as a guest lecturer or, or a professor, make sure to hit me up. And um, again, thank you all out there. Thank you, uh, Professor Kwame. <laughs> and uh, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and um, Wakanda forever. <laughs> all right, peace.